Let us come together before the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of your son, Jesus, we want to thank you, God, for being so good to us, for allowing us through your son to taste of your goodness, to come to feel your presence of your mercy and your grace, for the favor that you show and bestow upon us when we don't deserve it. You're faithful, God. When we pray, confess our sins, and repent of our sins, you are faithful, God. Though you teach us your ways, that you give us instruction, God, you stay with us as we learn to overcome that which causes us to walk against you. You allow us to taste the goodness of God, to see the wonders of God in our life. And we thank you for it. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus, because you never give up. You're always trying to save. We ask you to guide us and keep us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's go through, taste, and see as we're led by the inspired teaching of the Holy Spirit today. See, the world has a a way of tricking us to getting us to think that what is offering us is good for us. It's only until we come to feel the suffering and being disappointed and, and feel the hardness of life that we learn not everything in the world should be tasted. There are many things in this world we should never place our hand on, never allow to come into our thinking, never make our minds and bodies subject to it, never accept it as part of our behavior. From the start, we all seek good things in life. But unfortunately, we go through with, with the world tells us, and it, it tells us that the things that are bad are good. Instead of what God says is good for us. So we taste that which seems good, but it's bad and it causes harm. And instead of tasting the goodness of God that saves, that heals, that provides for our needs. See, you and I, gotta, we got to taste and see the Lord in our life. We, can, we can't just continue the way we are. Tasting what the world has to offer is nothing new. King Solomon desired to taste the pleasures of life. He indulged in wine and folly and business projects and built many houses and planted large vineyards. Solomon made, had male and female slaves on herds and flocks, amassed large amounts of silver and gold for himself. He had male and female singers or a harem and did everything he thought would delight a person's heart. Solomon denied himself nothing his eyes desired, allowing himself to be filled with worldly pleasure. After tasting all that the world had to offer, Solomon's conclusion was that it was all meaningless. See, tasting what the world has to offer make us lovers of pleasure. The Lord warns us about being lovers of pleasure, lounging in our security, saying no one is more important than me. Tasting what the world offers gives us a false sense of confidence, thinking we'll never have be a widow, we'll, we'll never suffer loss for a child. The Lord says these things will come upon us in the 
full measure because we choose the pleasures of life. The devil wants us to be lovers of pleasure, to seek and taste things of the world. But Jesus is the one we must follow, doing as he did. See, Satan led Jesus to a high place and showed him all the kingdoms of the world. The devil offered Christ the world's authority and splendor. All Christ had to do was worship Satan and he could taste all the wonders of the world and all that it had to offer. Christ told Satan that we should worship God and serve him alone. We all have lived and tasted what the world has to offer, which made us dead in our transgressions and sin. We followed the ways of the world, living in greed, selfishness, disobedience, gratifying the craving of our flesh, following this desire, tasting sinful things of the world. Go with me to Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 to 3. We may think the world, what the world has to offer is good for us. But see, once we come to know the goodness of God, we see the difference. We understand the difference between what the world has to offer and what God is offering us. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 to 3 says, And as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sin. And when you lived, when you used to live and you followed the ways of this world and of the rulers of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient, all of us, also live among them at one time or another, gratifying the cravings of our flesh or following this desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving wrath from God. But because of God's great mercy, because of his wonderful love, you and I are able to taste the goodness of God and see the goodness of God in our life and, and come to understand the difference. To tasting what the world has to offer turns us into an adulterous person who doesn't understand that friendship with the world makes us come against God. When we choose to be a friend of the world, we become an enemy of God. We can identify those who have tasted the world and enjoy what the world has to offer. They speak of the world and they speak from the viewpoint of the world and the world listens to them. Those who are of God listen to us. They recognize the spirit of truth is at work, bringing about the goodness of God. We all have tasted something that tasted good to us, but it was not good for us. We may love eating sweets. We know it's not good for us, but we keep eating it anyway. We must train ourselves so we resist tasting that which seems good, but is not good for us. With a desire to taste of the good things of God. So you and I will be able to live the way that God has called us to live. We must train ourselves so, so we love what tastes good and that that comes from God and, and not the world. See, no one is without sin. We have eaten from shrines and if we have defiled our neighbor's wife and oppressed the poor and needy, committed robbery, uh, looked and desired idols and, and, and done detestable things. If we turn to God and avoid doing detestable things, we repent of our sins. The Lord is faithful and we receive us. The Lord would open the heavens so we could see and taste just how good God is. So we must hold on to God's instruction. 
Never letting go. God and with our life. No longer setting our feet on the path of wickedness. No longer traveling this road, but staying on the path that leads to godliness. Go with me to Proverbs chapter 4, verses 13 and 16. We must learn to avoid that which seems good, but, but within it, there's nothing but trouble and sin. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 13 to 16 says, Hold on to instructions. Do not let it go. God it well, for it is your life. Do not set foot on the path of the wicked or walk in the ways of evildoers. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn from it and go your way. For they cannot rest until they do evil. That they are robbed of sleep until they make someone stumble. So you must avoid tasting the sinful things of the world. We're no longer part of the world. We're being sanctified by God's truth found in Christ Jesus. Though we live in the world, we're not of the world. See, we, we see the world as a place to serve the Lord, to help save souls from the tasting of the sinful ways of life. See, the Lord teaches us to abstain from food, sacrifice to, to idols, meat that still has its blood in it, meat strangled by animals, and sexual immorality. We need to avoid to abstain from the sinful things of this world. We need to be trained by the Spirit so we avoid those that, that cause us division, who, who like putting obstacles in a way, who teach that which is contrary to God's word. There are many who say they love God. But they continue to taste of the world. They love the delicacies of the world, that which brings them joy and pleasure, but it's sinful. Their appetites are, are for worldly things. They, they, they like to deceive others with their smooth talk and, and their flattering words, but we can't be deceived. We see that you are for the world. You're not for God. So you and I must understand what God is asking us to do how to live our lives right before and make sure that we don't get deceived. So we must avoid tasting and seeking sinful things that look good but are not. We must be careful in, in how we live. We must make the best of the opportunity that the Lord has given us, uh, not being foolish, not getting drunk, but doing good. By avoiding sinful things in this world, we can be filled with the Spirit of the Lord. See, to avoid tasting the sinful things of the world, we must live as if we die to the world and alive in Christ Jesus. Not belonging to the world and submitting to his rules and ways. Do not handle. Do not taste. And do not touch. Anyone who lives as the world lives, handling sinful things of the world is destined to perish with use. We must avoid spiritual forces of the world that are based on human rules, teaching, and understanding. We must avoid continuing to taste the sins of our youth and do our best to present ourselves to God as one approved as a worker who does not need to be ashamed, who correctly handle God's word and truth. We must become mature in our faith. Walk in our, with Christ Jesus in a way that is acceptable. See, for us to taste and See the goodness of God. We must be willing to do all that the Lord calls us to do. Teaching others the way that is good and right. Knowing that if we fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all our hearts, we'll taste and see the goodness of God in our life. 
We know it is the Lord who saves us from trouble. The angels of the Lord in camps and surrounds those who fear God, and he delivers them all. We take refuge in God because we have tasted and seen his goodness. Go with me to Psalm chapter 34, verses 6 to 9. Fearing God is to know that we cannot live without him. To know God's goodness is to taste and see his favor. Psalm chapter 34, verses 6 to 9 says, The poor man called and the Lord heard him. And he saved him out of all his trouble. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you, you holy people, for those who fear him lack nothing. See, once we taste and see the Lord's goodness, we want others to experience it as well. We come to know what the Lord has done, how, how, how he makes war cease, how he breaks the bow and shatters the spear, how he burns shields with fire. The Lord said, he be still and know that I am God. He's exhausted, exhausted over all the earth. Taste and see what the Lord has offered us. See, tasting what the world is offering us is not like tasting the goodness of God. There's a huge difference here. We taste and see the goodness of God. There's a song in our heart that we sing praises Him, telling Him all His wonderful deeds, all His wonderful acts. Tasting the goodness of the Lord puts joy in our hearts and He strengthens us because we always seek His face. Never forgetting the wonders He's done, His miracles, His judgments, His pronouncements, His mercy, His grace, His forgiveness, and His caring and loving ways. When we taste and see the Lord, we know our life is in his hands. We know the Lord has a plan for our life. We will not die, but live to proclaim that which the Lord has done. Yes, the Lord has chastened us severely, but he has not given us over to death. The Lord opens the gate for the righteous so we can enter in and give thanks. See, when we have access to the gate of the Lord through which the righteous is in, we, we, the, our prayers are, are heard and answered. The Lord is our salvation. See, if we have seen and tasted the Lord, we know who kept our feet from doing evil because we obey God. God's word never departs from our heart. The Lord has taught us his word and ways. How sweet was God's word when we tasted it, sweeter than honey. When we taste the Lord, we, we gain understanding. We, we hate every wrongdoing. See, God's word is a lamp to our feet, a, a light that orders our steps. See, tasting and seeing the Lord makes us love God's word in ways. It gives joy to those who have drawn into salvation. See, for our hearts could be praise the Lord, we proclaim his name, make known what the Lord has done to us. So many can come to see the goodness of we, we testify that the Lord has done glorious things. We, we shout to the Lord. We sing to God for the great things that God has done among us. We, we, we tasted his goodness and it was good. Tasting and seeing the goodness of God will make the world hate us. But Christ said, keep in mind that they hated me first. See, if we belong to the world, the world is going to love us. But we don't want to... We, belong, we don't want to belong to the world, but, but we want to belong to God. 
because we have been chosen by Christ out of the world so we can taste and see the goodness of God. See, the divide between spiritual and unspiritual is what? And as the Lord says, it's what? From the beginning, we've been trained to eat of the world's ways. See, we're tasting of the world. We, we, we continue to live this way. We, we got to break this change. Though, though we have tasted the world delicacies and eaten of the world's passion and, and we have uh, uh, its pleasure and, and we have taken of the world's lust and we have taken of the world training us to be about self and we, we have seen the fake love that the world gives us and we understand how the world has made us greedy. We can no longer live this life that the world has offered us anymore. That we have spoken worldly ways and dressed in worldly ways. We cannot continue to eat of the fruit of the world. Do not handle, do not taste, do not touch. We must desire to taste the things and the goodness of God. That which God has brought, that which God has given us, we want a taste of that which is God is pouring out to us. And we must desire and taste the goodness of God, that which does not fade or spoil. We must eat of God's word. See, we got to eat of the things of God, the pure things of God. We, we got we to be fed on the Spirit. So, so we'll be able to understand what the Spirit has for us. We Filled with God's love inside of our heart. We, we, then we're covered, the good things of God, covered in the, in the peace of God. Oh Lord Jesus, help us. Then we're protected by the power of God. So when we eat from the fruit of God's mercy in his grace. These are the things of God that God is teaching us. God, you want you and I to taste of, so you and I got to have a right mindset that we can taste of the things of God and God will be able to move in our life and he'll do all that we need him to do. He'll be there for us if we just take and, and forget the world, forget the things of the world, but taste the goodness of God so God's love will be in us and shine through us and, and we'll do good and we have the goodness of God in our life and God would say, merciful, good and faithful servant, you're done well, you're pleased by God and God will see that you and I have tasted the things of God. But we got to be careful. We know what we try to do is we try to taste a little bit of the world and we try to taste a little bit of God. But Christ has taught us if we try to taste God and take just the world, eat at God's table and the world's table, Christ said, I must spew you out. We must taste of God. We must live as God has taught us to live and walk as God has taught us to walk. So we live our lives in a way that is pleasing to God. We must live our life in a way that God will see us worthy of his honor and worthy of praise. So we taste and see the goodness of God in our life and know that nothing else can compare. Nothing else will do. It is God we live. It is God we live for. It is God in Christ Jesus. That nothing else matters to us. We must taste of the goodness of God. It must be in us. It must surround us. It must be in our life. We must care for it. It must be what we love more than anything else. See, we see the goodness of God in Christ Jesus, who is crowned with glory and honor, and by the grace of God, taste death for everyone. Through him, we can taste and see what it is like to be sons and daughters of God who see the fullness of our salvation through what he suffered. See, it must be clear to us. Lord Jesus. So, 
No one who had tasted and seen what the Lord can do can continue in sin. See, no one who has come to know the Lord's goodness continue in that simple ways of the world. Christ came to destroy the work of the devil so those who come to him can taste and see the goodness of God in their life and serve the Lord. Glory to God. God sent his son in the world so we can taste the fruit of his goodness and desire what God has to offer. Praise the Lord. Christ destroyed the work of the devil. If we live in him, we will taste the goodness of God in our life. Thank you, Jesus. We have been eating from the table of this world most of our lives. We thought we could partake of the table of the world and partake of the table of God. But we found out that trying to eat from the world and the Lord does not lead us to God. See, Christ teaches us that we cannot eat from the Lord's table and the, Lord, and the world's table. He will spew us out. We must desire to taste what God has offered us through Christ Jesus. Eat only from that which comes from God that God has given us. That, that, that the world can't give us peace. The world can't give us pleasure. The world can't give us happiness. But you and I got to taste the goodness of God. What God the Father the Christ has offered us can never spoil a faith. It's nourishment for our mind, spirit, soul, and body. Not eating fruit that spoils, but fruit that gives life and freedom. If we taste and see how good God's word is, Lord Jesus. If, if we taste and see how wonderful is the love of Christ Jesus. See, if we taste and see how merciful God is, if we taste and see how amazing the healing power of Christ is, we'll never eat from the world again. We we'll only eat the fruit that comes from God, spiritual food that nourishes our soul, for in him and through him we have all that we need. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Let us eat of God. Let us eat of the things of God. So you and I will have peace and the spirit and love and power because we 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 eat from the table of God. We no longer eat from the table of this world. Guide our hearts and minds today, God, into your ways, into your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May God bless you and guide you and strengthen you today.